Hey there, preheaters. It's Andrea in Olympia, Washington. Welcome to the second of our four August Quick Bite episodes. In the time-honored tradition of summer vacation, Stefan and I are both taking a few weeks off and prepping the show for all kinds of fall fun. But we didn't want to leave you hanging, so we're taking turns hosting bite-sized episodes this month to see you through. While Stefan's covering three ingredient recipes, I'm tackling the most important meal of the day. That's right, it's breakfast. First up, I am tracking down an elusive childhood favorite from Carnation, the Carnation Peanut Butter and Granola Breakfast Bar. So grab yourself an iced coffee and get ready for some short and sweet talk. Listeners, back in May of 2019, we had a month called Made It Myself, where we took grocery store favorites and tried to recreate them at home. We had some great success with our homemade Pop-Tarts, Rice Krispie Treats, and Oreos. And this is a really fun thing to do, but it's not necessary when you can still get those items on the shelf in the grocery store when you're in the mood for them. So... What do you do if an item that you desperately want is no longer on the shelf? This is the dilemma that faced me. My husband ran across a website called Gone But Not Forgotten Groceries, and it's items that are gone from the shelves but still fully stocked in our brains. The one thing that really jumped out from him from this particular post was carnation breakfast bars. These were made between 1975 and maybe around 1992-1993. So if you were a kid growing up in the 70s or 80s, you probably had these. They were the official snack of the space shuttle Columbia. So astronauts were eating them in space. Uh, I'm sure that was a really good marketing tool and made the kids want it. When I saw the boxes, the thing that cracked me up is you could see the breakfast bar is coated in this great layer of chocolate, and then they have a cup of milk next to it, and it says, they're so nutritious, one bar with a glass of milk makes a meal. His particular favorite was the one that had the peanut butter and the granola in it, but there's all sorts of recipes that they have. They have chocolate chip ones, chocolate peanut butter, and all sorts of things. So as I started to track this particular recipe, recipe down. I found that my husband was definitely not the only person who was interested in recreating this item. There is actually a Facebook group. It's called the Original Carnation Instant Breakfast Bars Bring Them Back. It has over 8,000 people on it and from there found a copycat recipe for the bars. The copycat recipe that I am using was from food.com. It contains a cup of peanuts peeled and crushed to a near powder, a cup of rolled toasted oats, a cup of Rice Krispies, half a cup of miniature chocolate chips, a third a cup light caro syrup, and 36 ounces of milk chocolate. With that guideline in mind, let me tell you what I actually did. I did find a cup of peanuts and I didn't peel them. They were already peeled and I put them in my Vitamix and ground them to a near powder. You have to be careful when you're doing this because if you go too far, you'll make peanut butter. If you don't have a really powerful blender, I think they sell a product in the grocery stores now called PB powder and it's basically peanut butter powder. So I think you could use that instead. 
I had the cup of rolled toasted oats and I toasted those in the oven. I actually burned a few, so be careful if you do this. They toast really, really quickly. I did them at 400 degrees for about six minutes and I probably should have either done them at 350 or maybe pulled them out at four minutes. And again, I put those in the Vitamix and turned them into a powder. Now, the reason I kept turning things into a powder is my husband gave me the oh-so-helpful guideline that he recalls these bars being dense yet powdery. If you ever had Carnation Instant Breakfast, you know it was a powder. So I don't know if maybe they used that powder when they actually made their breakfast bars or if they just used a bunch of other ingredients, but I was kind of trying to recreate that powder feeling. The cup of Rice Krispies, I used those. I left those whole. I skipped the half a cup of miniature chocolate chips because his favorite was the peanut butter granola, not the chocolate chips. So I took those out. And then instead of the third a cup of light caro syrup, I used my favorite, Lyle's Golden Syrup. You guys know how much I like that. And then finally, the final ingredient was 36 ounces of milk chocolate. So I did at this point have to contact my co-host Stefan and say, I think I'm having some sort of math error. Do they truly mean 36 ounces of milk chocolate? Because if my math is correct, that's like two and a half pounds of chocolate to make eight servings of a breakfast par. And I just couldn't believe that that was true. Um, my math was correct, but we went back and forth a couple of times and we decided that maybe they melted all of that chocolate just so that you could fully dip the bar in and have it completely coated because the bar is coated on all sides. So I wasn't going to melt that much chocolate. Instead, I did 16 ounces of milk chocolate. I also put in about a tablespoon of coconut oil. I often do that when I'm melting chocolate and dipping things in it, and I think it just adds a little bit of a smooth consistency so the chocolate isn't quite as chalky. Then, because you know I can never resist changing a recipe a little bit, I threw in a quarter cup of crunchy cookie butter. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things. I just thought it would be really good in this recipe. Now, I know when you're doing a copycat recipe, your whole point is to try and make it as close to the original as possible, but here's the deal. I've never had these things. So as far as I was concerned, I was trying to give my husband the experience and the childhood memory and the nostalgia, but at the same time, I wanted to make something that was good. So I gave myself a little poetic license there. The way you make these bars is to combine all of the dry ingredients together, and then you add your syrup, and of course, that's when I also added in my crunchy speculoos. You mix it all together thoroughly. Oh, I just realized I said speculoos. That's the other word for cookie butter. So if you weren't sure what I was talking about, that's what I was talking about. And then you pack the mixture firmly into a pan. I used an 8 by 8 square pan. And of course, I lined it with parchment paper so everything wouldn't stick. You melt the milk chocolate and spread it over the top of the mixture and refrigerate it until it's firm. Now, I had decided that I was going to have chocolate over all sides of the bars, not just on the top. And so I let my mixture that I had pressed into the 8x8 pan sit overnight in the fridge. And then the next day, I went ahead and I melted the milk chocolate. I cut the bars, and then I dipped each bar into the milk chocolate. So of the eight bars, five of them turned out beautifully as far as looks go. I do have to say three of them kind of cracked as I was dipping them into the chocolate. So I had some pieces that were chunks <laughs> instead of whole. But I thought they turned out really well. I thought they were very pretty. I took a couple of bites. I love them. 
Again, I didn't know what they were supposed to taste like, but I thought they tasted really good. I gave them to my husband. That was the big test. He absolutely loved them. He thought I got the texture pretty much correct. I didn't tell him that I had put cookie butter in it until after he had eaten one. And then he said, of course, it didn't taste exactly like the original, but I knew it wasn't going to because I had changed the ingredients. I had him take the rest of them to his office because I just think these things are dangerous sitting around in my house. They're really, really good. The interesting thing was a couple of the people in his office who tasted them said that it reminded them of Kudos bars. So do you guys remember Kudos bars? Those are the breakfast bars that I had as a kid. So I thought it was really funny that maybe I ended up making a breakfast bar that was closer to what I remembered than closer to what he remembered. That's it, preheaters. That is my attempt to make the Carnation Instant Breakfast Bar copycat recipe. I really hope that if you're a fan of this, you will make this recipe as well. I've gone ahead and typed up my own recipe and the changes that I made and posted it on our website. And I'd really like to hear what you guys think about it in terms of how it measures up to what you remember from your childhood and then how it measures up to something you would eat today. Well, the timer's buzzed and I've got to get the icing on to this episode. We release new shows every morning and Stefan will be back next week with some more delicious and quick summertime fun. We'll both be back refreshed and ready for fall baking with full episodes starting September 2nd. But in the meantime, why don't you think about catching up on any episodes you might have missed? We have more than 135 of them. You can download our show on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you've got a little extra time this summer, we would love it if you took a moment to rank and review us. It's the best way for other people to find us, and we notice immediate boost in our downloads when we get new reviews. If you'd like to receive an email with a link to the full show notes, connect with us on our website, preheatedpodcast.com, and sign up for our newsletter. Don't forget to join our Facebook community, Preheated, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter, where we're at Preheated Pod. Until next time, thanks for listening and sweet dreams. Preheated is written, performed, and edited by Andrea Ballard and Stephen Cohn in association with 24th Floor Productions.